Hi everyone, welcome back to This Mind of Mine. I'm so excited to talk about this, but I did want to cover my last session I did with my family. And I think I want to do that more often, at least when we come in town, because a lot of us stay in different areas and um, different states. And um, I know like I have like two microphones now and it's kind of like I'm set up just for like one-on-one -on -one interviews. But I know that like during that session, we were like passing the mic around. And it was so funny, but I was so excited. And I was low-key nervous. That's my family. And I was nervous, but we had fun. And I, there is a part two, and I am going to post it. I am going to keep that one up. But it was just, I love that conversation. I just love hearing like other people's testimonies and how they handle things in a positive manner. Because I remember my cousin, he was on there. And he was like, we talked about a lot of shit. It was like negative. And it is so easy to get caught up on that. And I think I do cover a lot of negative things. So today I wanted to cover something on a more positive aspect like just um I don't know just stuff I've been thinking about so the title of this is called everything will be okay excuse me I've got like I listen a little hack about me is I gorge sugar on my menstrual cycle and this one I feel like was the worst fucking binge thing I ever did like now I feel like I have to fast and drink vinegar water I had so much sugar and it gives me bad acid reflux reflux like it's really bad like the and it's like the acid sits on my stomach and it feels like it's in my shoulders like bread really is my worst enemy but I just swallow it on during my time of the month like I'll eat crackers like graham crackers you know uh, uh these donut things that whole food has it's crazy but I'm like aggressively burping and it hurts and <laughs> I'm like swallowing it so bear with me but Anyway, um, I wanted to title this Everything is Going to Be Okay because I, I want to start looking at, I want to start expressing things, you know, in a more positive manner. Like, I don't have a problem covering anything negative because nobody's life is perfect. But so one of the things that I really do now that has, it helped me heal and it helped me not only hold myself accountable, but also hold others accountable. Um, one of the things I do is I have this statement and I'll tell people too, when I hear them getting just just they just sound distressed over somebody else's shit i'm like it's not your business and i always say like you know when i have random encounters in public and it just makes me uncomfortable which has been happening a lot to me in this fucking parking garage that i'm in this man he's like it just gives me heebie-jeebies but i always say like that's not my business like i pray it away for me i pray over myself and i'm like that's not my business when people you know talk shit that's not my business whenever i go back and i think about the things that i've allowed or what people have did and try to get under my skin because people are really manipulative and I didn't realize how many people I had around me that just genuinely didn't fucking like me. <laughs> That's crazy. Like it's one thing for me to be in denial about people liking me, but it's another thing for you to know you don't like me, man or woman, and still want to be around me. And that has happened to me a lot and it was really dangerous and I had to cut that off. But um, I do this thing now where I'm like, it's not my business, how they acted, how they were willing to waste time and shit that people have said to me you know like i don't know I, I got a list of shit that people have said that just to, i noticed that when you are good and when you have good energy even when you're going through something and people don't know it but on the outside they think that you're doing good they will try to humble you and they say shit to get under your skin they'll tell you that other people don't like you like i remember this one guy he would always tell me like his family didn't like me and i'm like this is just wild you know and, and when i think about that i'm like oh you know like but i always say like that's not my business what people say is not my business. What people's family say is not my business. Like, it makes me feel better because I just, I don't have a mean bone in my body anymore. You know, I've, I've learned to 
you know, outside of making that statement, you know, saying that's not my business and sticking to it, I also forgive people and I forgive myself. I forgive people for what they did, again, because it's not my business. And I don't want to carry around that hate. There's nobody that even, even I, I would never have 98, 99% of the people around me that I've, you know, you know, that I've, I've talked about. I still don't, I don't have it in me to, I would never avoid them. I would still speak and go about my business, but you can't get that access to me. You know, I would never be there for you if you needed me. You know, I, I, I'm a prayer away and literally that's what I'm going to do for you is just pray. Like, I, but I'm not hateful. I'm not mean. I'm not mad at anybody. And it feels really good. It feels really, really good to just not be angry, you know, and that's okay. I'm, I'm No one is my favorite person and I'm probably not other people's favorite person either. And it's not my business, but I will say that that is one of the things like not my business. And, you know, another thing is forgiving myself and forgiving others. I do think that me forgiving myself, it was the hardest thing that I ever had to do because I had to forgive myself for over, you know, I always say that your twenties is your time to make mistakes and find out who you are. But I believe that my mistakes and my, my, my trials and tribulations, like it carried over into like my thirties, like my first few years, of my thirties, about 31, 32. And then I'm like, okay, Bethany, you can't keep making these mistakes. You can't keep allowing these things. Like you don't want to use all your thirties, then all your forties and all your fifties, and then bring a child to start a family with all this trauma, all this hurt with no boundaries, you know? So I had to forgive myself for almost, I would say like 12 years and 12 years don't sound like shit, but 12 years is a lot, you know, and I had to give myself grace. And I, and every day I would wake up and I would remind myself like, okay, today, if you, if you can start over when I started like, um, having negative thinking, and there's a term behind that, I forgot it. I would always tell myself like, it's not my business, you know? And, and I think we all do it. We'll look back at something awkward and be like, yeah, I should have beat her ass. Or, yeah. I should have never talked to him. He should have never got my number. Or I never, I should have never slept with him. Like it's not my business. It's not my business anymore. That has nothing to do with me. And you know, it's a wrap. You know, I always say that, but forgiving myself was probably the hardest thing that I've had to do, but it, it, I just use it in such a positive way now because I'm not hard on myself. You know, I forgive myself, but I, but I, I am hard on myself because I won't allow myself to make those same mistakes. You know, kind of like when I was saying that there's a lot of people that I won't give access. None of those motherfuckers need access to me. That's my boundary. You know, I, I, it would be a waste for me to do that work and that healing and that praying. And even when I have days where it's, I don't feel like I have control and I'm just in my thoughts, like that's still a lot of work all for me to extend, you know, the invitation to someone. And I almost did it once with one guy, never slept with him. I almost did it once with one guy and then I caught myself. And I was more disappointed in me than I was in him. So I'm like, God damn it, you know, but that's a lot of work, a lot of healing. And it's just a lot of, a lot of things that I poured into myself emotionally and spiritually just to waste it by giving someone who's, that's their character, you know, that, that same opportunity to fuck me over. But, um, <clears throat> so yeah, um, saying that's not my business. I think that's a term that everybody should use. And it, it, that should be a way that people should, can control their thoughts. Cause it really is easy to get in your thoughts especially thinking about other people. There's that acid again. <clears throat> and I don't have any more donuts left. Praise God, because I would still swallow a donut, even though my acid reflux is killing me right now. But, uh, or not killing me, it's, it's, it's hurting my stomach. But anyway, um, yeah, forgiving myself, forgiving others, 
And um, I would say that overall, like when I take those steps, like it really does help me. It's beneficial. Um, praying. I like to listen to music. Um, those are some of the things that I like to do it, just to just to get out of it. You know, if I catch myself going into my thoughts, but I remember um, having a conversation with this person that I'm getting to know. And he was like, oh, my God, like you went to school for psychology. And I don't like to use psychology. I never use psychology, anything that I've ever studied. There's no class. I would never use it to manipulate anyone. If anything, I think I've learned to um, I still don't use it. Like people don't realize that I'm also a very lazy thinker. And this one person, like he had accused me of being manipulative, like using it. And I wasn't. I'm like, I promise I am not thinking that far ahead. Like, I am not thinking as hard as you think I am to manipulate you. I don't have it in me, bro. Do you like me or not? Like, that's really like, I just don't. So when, um, so when he said that, I'm like, oh man, you know, like, thank you. But then I, you know, like let him know, you know, like a lot of these things and a lot of stuff and a lot of behavior, because he was telling me about things that he had went through dating and I'm like, yeah, a lot of that is manipulation. A lot of that is, you know, when women say things out of anger, when they go for the, they go for the jug, like the juggler, like they hit below the belt, you know, it's, it's coming from somewhere, you know, it's, I think it's avoid an attachment. They, or if you, in, in a lot of women, I do believe that they do things for attention. It's like a rush. It's almost like, um, I would say it's like euphoric to get that reaction, especially if you know you and that person are going to have like makeup sex or you guys are going to speak again. It's it's very dangerous to get into that because women look for that high and that attention. And it gets to a point to where I know when I was starting arguments and when I was saying shit out of spite, a part of me was really pissed the fuck off. And another part of me was willing to to say that like an argument that would suffice as long as there was some, as long as I was getting some kind of attention. But I believe there was a small percentage of me that wanted attention, which guys, they swear that when you argue, you want attention. And some women do, but a bigger, like 5% of me wanted attention, 95%. I'm like, I just really don't fucking like you. And I'm pissed the fuck off. And you're going to keep hearing about it until I'm over it. But either way, you know, behaviors like that, I really had to dissect and dissect and look at. And, you know, when I was talking about, you know, emotional decisions, and I believe I followed up on part two, I'm like, another one of the things that I had to do on a positive note is, you know, with family, like, if I feel like it's going somewhere negative, I have to keep my distance. Like, I won't, you know, talk to you as much. I don't ever want to be put in a headspace where a man or a friend or a family member makes me feel like for attention, for some type of communication, I have to result in to, to doing that. I don't want to feel like my back is up against the wall. I don't want to ever feel like I can't sit down and say my feelings are hurt and this is why. What's the resolution? Like I, I, I love conversations like that now. Back in the day, I used to be like, yeah, your mama ain't shit. Your daddy abandoned you. That's why you're a crackhead. You look like you're about to fall. Like shit like that. I'm like, it's fucking wild. Like the shit I used to say would be so wild, and I'm like, that's coming from somewhere. Like because I learned that you can also, and when and then. Um, I did learn too, um, is that communication is key. One of the most positive things you can do is learn how to communicate. So let's go through the list here again. So the first thing I do is, um, I always say that's not my business. When I get in my thoughts and I'm like, I wonder why I got fucked over like that. It's not my business. And then I 
forgive others and forgive myself. I learned to do that. And sometimes I have to do it again. I'll catch myself getting mad sometimes because I'm not perfect. You're not perfect. Healing and getting out of, you know, your mind, this mind of mine, you know, getting out of that. It's, it, it, it's, it's, uh, every day is different. You're going to have days where you're like, I feel fucking great. You are going to have days where you're like, yeah, should have left that nigga alone two fucking years ago. You know, like you're going to have moments where you're like, what the fuck? You know, that's a part of healing. So I always forgive myself and I always, you know, forgive others, even if I have to keep doing it. Um, another thing is, you know, having the people around you that know how to communicate, you have to have the right people around you don't put you in that headspace for you to feel like you have to result to, you know, being in your head and just holding a grudge and being malicious and just spewing out disrespectful shit. And um, I would say communication and having the right people around you, that's positive. It, it really does make a difference. Um, and when I say communication and having the people, the right people around you, I mean to be able to communicate because things aren't going to be perfect. You're going to be irritated with somebody. Somebody's going to say something to get under your skin. But you have to have people around you that not you can dog walk or take or get over on, but you can sit down and say, like, what's the resolution? Because a lot of people like think that shit's a fucking argument and it's not. No, you just hurt my fucking feelings, bitch. You know, like I'm sad and I want you to fix it. You know, like that's really what it is. Like we ain't got to talk about each other's mama, you know. Um, but yeah, so learning how to communicate and keeping the right people around you, like those are two major factors. But I would say that I wouldn't be able to speak on things. I wouldn't be able to, when I'm having conversations with this guy, because he's a sweetheart, when I'm having conversations with him, like, I think I do, I want to reassure him also that, like, I wouldn't know a lot of things. I wouldn't know how to calmly talk. I wouldn't know how to have patience. I wouldn't know things if I didn't go through them, you know? It really did take me to go through a lot of bad people to know what a good person was. And that's very unfortunate, you know, in a perfect world, in a perfect universe, on a perfect spiritual, in a perfect spiritual or on a perfect spiritual, spiritual realm, realm, I can't talk. On that realm of perfection, it would be nice for people to just be blessed with good people and to have no problems. But unfortunately, that's not how it works out. And I think that, you know, for me, I did learn, you know, when I went through like bad friendships. Now I know what a good friend is. Good friend's not fucking shady. A good friend's not going to try to use you when it's convenient. A good friend's not going to be friends with people that you don't, you have a problem with and let them talk shit about you. A good friend, and this is not all personal. Some of it is like, but a good friend is not a weirdo. You know, a good, a good partner communicates. A good partner doesn't bash you to his family. A good partner, you know, actually gives a fucking likes you and doesn't keep you around when he doesn't like you. Cause to me, that's crazy. I ain't got no time for that. That's really weird. But yeah, so I, it did take me also one of the positive things I do now is I, you know, and I thank God, I thank God and I thank the universe too. I'm like, thank you for, you know, and do I do it every day? No, but I am like, thank you. I thank God, you know, for knowing now what I don't want to deal with and having the knowledge to handle things in a more positive, you know, in a more positive way. So I'm going to go through this again. Whenever you get in your thoughts and you feel like you're overthinking and you wonder why Ray Ray three or four years ago called you a bitch and he didn't treat you right. And you don't, you know, you didn't deserve that. And you feel like that's how you should be treated. That's not your business. You have to for forgive him and forgive yourself. You have to forgive yourself and keep it moving. That's not your business. It's, it's not, you'll go crazy overthinking that, you know, um, forgiving yourself, 
you have to forgive yourself. I can't stress that enough. So nothing is your business in, from the past. Nothing that anybody said, nothing that anybody has did, it's not your business. You gotta forgive yourself. And then also, but on a side note, once I healed and I started looking at things on how they were and people's behavior and not coming up with excuses, people are fucking sick and they're sad. People are fucking, they prey on you when they know you're not in a good headspace. People, the things that people do, is it's sad. You know, I, I think people in general, it's scary. Like you really have to stay prayed up. I almost cussed. You have to stay, I almost said prayed the F up. You have to stay prayed up. You really do. Like even if you wake up every day and you're like, thank you, God, please protect me. Or if you wake up every other day, every week, every Sunday, please protect me. Like you have to. And I don't think I've been doing that lately. I, I need to because people are crazy. But yeah, and so that leads me into my other thing. Like you have to keep the right people around you. Look at, you do have to now pay attention to what you've allowed. And if you see that in someone else, someone new, cut them off, friend, family member, someone from the past, BB who want to be friends, wants to, you want to get your nails done and catch up. If you see some shit, you have to cut it off immediately because you're going to go right back to that behavior and it's, you're going to have to start that healing process all over again, you know? And, and, and so you have to, and things aren't going to be perfect, but you really have to know who's worth it. I don't want to say who's worth it because people are important. People are just fucking bad shit crazy. You just have to re realize or figure out who's, who's, who, who you want in your world. But it, 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 life is too short and you have to stay prayed up. So nothing is your business from the past. Forgive yourself and forgive others. And have the right people around you and know how to communicate. And I, I am a big fan of sharing your trials and tribulations. If I can't tell you about something that I've overcame, then we don't need to speak. That's another thing me and my guy friend talk about. Like, we were just talking about it. I, I'm actually, like, interested in him. We're interested in each other. But one of the things we talked about was, like, how, like, they say, like, you're not supposed to tell your business to your partner, which happened to me. Like, you got foul in an argument, like, a few years ago. And I'm like, I think that it would be important to be able to share those things with your partner. I don't want to be in a relationship with you if I can't tell you everything. Because I may have a moment and you may not know where the fuck it's coming from. I may just go in my closet and have a crying spell about something that happened to me. And you don't know where it's coming from because I don't want to tell you because you can't communicate. It's going to come back and you're going to throw it in my face when we have a heated argument. So I do think that that's very important that you keep the right people around you. Um, even dating, like, well, in any relationship, but yeah, overall, like you just have to remind, remind yourself, look at me, I'm getting sleepy. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm getting so sleepy, but you, you just have to remind yourself that everything is going to be okay. I'm stuttering and shit. <laughs> oh man. And that, you know what? Like another thing that I want, everything will be okay, but you really do have to learn. Another thing that I did learn that I was making a lot of decisions out of loneliness. So a lot of people that I dealt with, I didn't really like, like a lot of friendships. I had no business with them. A lot of family members, like y'all wasn't shit, you know, like I was making a lot of decisions out of loneliness. So the laughing that I do, like when I talk, you know, even like not on my podcast, but when I'm like talking to myself, like. I'll be in here having a blast, okay? And, and you have to get to know yourself and love yourself, respect yourself, and know yourself and love yourself and respect yourself and know yourself and love yourself. 
You have to be comfortable with yourself. I think like I've stayed to myself for so long that it's almost like addictive. You know, people are like, are you lonely? I do have days where I miss a partner. And then I'm like, mm -mm -mm, I don't want to know it because ain't nobody going to laugh at that joke the way I laugh at it. You know, like ain't nobody going to have fun with myself. You know, like I'll be in here watching TV. Well, I have the audacity to be in here watching scary movies and will go to sleep. Okay. You have to love yourself. You have to respect yourself and be okay with yourself because you're always, and I learned that, you know, I'm like, I'm never, I, and I had to tell myself, like, I was never going to be ready for the right friendship. I was never going to be able to have a healthy relationship with, you know, certain family members because some of my family members feel like shit. I was never going to have, you know, a healthy relationship with my family members or even a healthy relationship. I was not going to have a healthy relationship if I didn't know how to be by myself. And if I didn't know shit about myself, I, I didn't know that I like scary movies. I didn't know that I like to fucking cook. I did not know that I like to take off walking and I love a good sunset. That is the best feeling. The right song with a good sunset, like sunset, with a, see what I'm talking about? Like, I love things like that. Like, I love traveling. Like, I, I get so in my mind sometimes it's scary, you know? And like, I love someone who can think with me, but we can also get out of it, you know? Like, I, I love that. I love talking about like the weirdest shit. Like, I do. And, and, and I couldn't expect somebody to understand that if I didn't even know that about myself. So I think that's important also. So yeah. Um, but in the end, you have to just tell yourself every day, like everything is going to be okay. It's going to be okay. I didn't really want this to be like a long drawn out podcast episode. This was just really heavy on my heart, having this conversation with this guy, this new guy, because, um, I do once I was like communicating with him about things and just little shit that I've overcame. I'm like, everything's going to be okay. Everything is okay. Even when it's not okay, everything is okay. And yeah, so, but yeah, those are just a list of positive things. You know, it's very important. It's easier said than done. It can be really easy to, and you know, you people's journeys are different. Everyone's journey is different, but you know, I do, I do say that everything is going to be okay. And I personally do think that time heals everything. I do. So even on days where I can't tell myself it's not your business, time, it does help me as well. It does help me get out of that. Time does help me forgive others and myself. And I just try to be as happy as I can. And I try to, and I respect myself when I'm not happy. And I take that time to just rest, to sleep, to pray, to get it together, watch a movie, you know, like, I try to enjoy myself as much as I can as well. So thank you for listening to my little therapy sesh. And yeah, look out for the emotions part two. It's a little ratchet because we, we were passing this damn mic around. But it was really good. It was really nice um, to have all my families. It, was, it almost made me emotional. It was really sweet. And it, was, oh, it just felt so good. But anyway, have a good night. Love y'all.